Welcome everyone to the Modern SaaS podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us, Jane. Happy to be here. I am going to first just ask that you introduce everyone to yourself, your company, and what you do. Hi, my name is Jane Shawaniak, and I am with ISI. We do CDR reporting out of Chicago. Awesome. Uh, so we had a great conversation earlier and would love to know, sounds like you had a recent pain point that you solved around QBRs. Uh, let me know about that. Yeah, that's a really good question. So we were constantly asking our customers to do QBRs, and it was actually something that we used to measure our CSMs on. And it ended up being that we essentially were building a deck with our champion, and then we would present the same deck that we just built with them back to them because the stakeholders that were signing the renewals weren't actually coming to the QBRs. We aren't their biggest spend. We're like right in the middle almost. And so we're not the smallest that they just forget about us and always renew us. We're not the biggest that they're saying, what's the ROI? Tell me exactly what you're doing. I want to see your product roadmap every time. So yep. They kind of get lost in the noise. Yep. So, so how did you overcome that? What's the new playbook that you have to get QBRs to actually add value? And, and I guess the question really is in your mind too, what is the value? What should be the value that a customer gets out of a QBR? Yeah, so you need to, first of all, get value, right, from us. That's what we should be doing is providing value to our customers on a regular basis. So we came up with something called a monthly value email, internal term. I know it's a little bit dorky, but we send it monthly. We're adding value, and it's an email format. I know it's a snappy name. It's a snappy name. You can borrow it if you that want. That is great. <laughs> so these monthly value emails contain like a really boiled down, concentrated version of what you would see in a QBR. So tickets, escalations, issues, updates, those kinds of nuts and boltsy types things. And then anything that we kind of want to communicate to all of the customer base that month. So it could be a how-to, or it could be something along the lines of product roadmap updates, all of yeah. those kinds of things. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What's been the feedback from customers on it? They love it. Well, they love that we've stopped hounding them for QBRs. <laughs> so that has actually gone quite well. But also they they send them around. We also work through channel partners a lot. And so the channel partners have caught on to us doing it and they say, oh my gosh, please include me. That's going to help me win your renewal on your behalf. It also makes the renewal conversation very easy. We start four months out. Hey, also your renewal's about to come up soon. Is yep. there anything else that's about to change? Is there anything else that we should know about the company? Is your user count correct? Et cetera, et cetera. Start that conversation really early in that open dialogue that we already have going with the customer. Nice. Awesome. No, so I, I, I love what you said about the email and that is a really smart move. So I guess it, it brings to light for me, should a QBR be a meeting? Yeah. Do you even need to have QBRs like you did in the old day? Is there any value maybe in having something on a different time frame too? Because even the name QBR is bad, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it forces you into, we have to meet with you every quarter. Yeah. And there's a lot of you know negative that that can bring. So what are your thoughts about all that? That was actually our first iteration before we totally did a rip and replace of the QBR as we changed it to the EBR, the Executive Business Review, which a lot of people call it. So 
obviously not leading to the quarterly and then also saying, hey, we want you to bring your executives into the room. Well, obviously that didn't really work either, did it? So, right. <laughs> and no, I don't think it has to be a meeting. I think back in the 90s when everyone was expected to show up in a suit and tie and, you know, you physically went into their conference room and had your clicker with your, you know, your deck prepared and you brought in lunch for everyone and everyone was really committed and that was their day. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm sure it made them have the warm fuzzies yeah. inside. I can't provide those same warm fuzzies via a Zoom or a Teams meeting. Yep. I can send you a gift card for getting yourself a burrito or something like great, but I can also send you a gift card and an email that you can right. then have a nice lunch by yourself or wherever you want and then read the email in your own time Yeah, when you're ready for it. Yep. Well, and I'm sure too that that, that time to think about the content and hopefully, like you said, if you're pairing it with a lunch, they're, they're taking the time to really think through what they are trying to get. What is the business value? What is the business outcome they're trying to get? Are they achieving that? Is that driving other meetings with the team then that are more yeah. thoughtful meetings versus you know, a presentation at a QBR that sometimes is like glossed over and not a lot them. of dialogue. I yeah. mean, think about a QBR. What's the value in a QBR? To me, it's all the prep work that you do before the QBR with the customer champion, right? Yep. Well, you should be doing that win, lose, or draw. So we're not taking that part out. We're just packaging it in a way that they could easily forward to the person that will guarantee the renewal yeah. and sign on the dotted line on yep. their behalf. Right. Yeah. So we're making their job easier for them. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> that was great. <laughs>